We're Your Friends podcast. Today's episode is about pitching. So I'm going to start the story. It's, it's Toby's story time. I'm going to put like a nice little song in here for everybody. tuning in to the We're Your Friends podcast with a bit of a story time today. Uh, I'm one of the co-hosts, Tobias Medeiros, the storyteller for today. Ooh. And I'm here with Mad Sketch, who sang, Ooh. yes, <laughs> and also with Chilean Storm, hey. who this story is about, Wait. although he was not involved. What? Uh, <laughs> so I had a dream the other night, uh-huh. and in my dream, it was with Alvaro, and we were going shopping before... Recording this podcast. Okay, I love. We go into the store that starts off as Craig's Cookies and then transforms into like a fortune cookie store. Ooh, where they sell different flavors of fortune cookies. And this is like a Simpsons episode. Really, truly, we have various different flavors. (laughs) Red velvet fortune cookies. Um, Are the cookies bad? (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. (laughs) So. Or in there, and there's this fucking hot human being behind the counter, but I can't nice. tell their gender. They're just constantly shifting. Like one, and I'm not <laughs> talking like they're androgynous. I'm talking one second, it's a fucking hot ass, like long haired girl in a dress, and the next second, it's like fucking Chris Evans, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I need to figure out who this person is and what they are. Like, what's going on here? I, I need, I need to fuck them. And Alvaro is there, literally messing with my steez. <laughs> Like he is walking around, touching things he shouldn't touch in the what? store, and stressing the worker out. Now I'm there trying to put some moves on this person. I, I, I didn't yeah, do that. Know. Yeah, you did. It's so accurate to who he is as a person. I I can see that legit happening. That's what makes the stream so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So I end up getting the person's name. That's very on brand. But not their number because this motherfucker goes to the next store and I'm freaking out because I'm like, this guy's gonna set the next store on fire. So I go between making sure that he's not going to literally set the next store on fire to trying to get this person's number and like back and forth, back and forth. And I am sad to say that their name is Scout and I never did get their number. (laughs) And it's all because of Dream Alvaro. So I'm still angry at him for that. I feel like... You know, whatever number you were going to get, it wasn't going to be a real number. I know. (laughs) And it also didn't happen in real life. And yet I still woke up. Thinking, that fucking asshole. <laughs> Dream Toby was so close to getting laid from this hot fucking shapeshifter. And this guy hey. was oh running God. around sticking stickers on things that he shouldn't have been. <laughs> and I didn't get laid in my dream. So that's that's my story time. And I'm still angry. I'm still bitter. It's fine. That's what you call a dry dream. Uh, it's so dry. I feel like so I'm kind of like that, that little creature from Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever watched The Black Cauldron. Uh-huh. But there's a character called uh, Gorgie. The weird furry thing? The weird furry thing. You're Gorgie. Hey. Ooh, great prince. Hey, poor starving Gorgie munchings and crunchies. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's like munchies and crunchies. That's Alvaro. I feel like munchies. <laughs> yeah, he's motivated by food. It's the only reason why he goes on the that quest to begin brand, with is yeah. so he can get an apple. Yeah, that's. I see the parallels in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Munchies and crunchies in here somewhere. And that's wow. Alvaro. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome. We are your friends. We are. Except for Alvaro. <laughs> we'll cock block you even in your dreams. Jesus Christ. He is still a friend, even though he'll cock block you. Eh. Eh. Just, it's not much of a Okay, okay, man. here. Have this in your peace of mind. The guy who gets cock blocked most by me is me. So, there. No, it's probably me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But on purpose. What? <laughs> cock blocking him? No, he co- him cock blocking me. Well, like, no, yes. No. We, we, yeah, we established that. But. Yeah. But I will cock block him on purpose. Oh, yes, yeah, that's what I definitely. mean. Yeah, on purpose yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, it's revenge. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Sips yeah. ice no coffee. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Yeah, I'll make sure you're never late again. <laughs> hey, what was that video that you had on your story? 
Which one? I, I, I post a lot. The, the, the one with the dude who's like makes the announcement his friends are cheering that he's sexless. But then oh. he's like, oh, fuck, you know what? It's been so long. Oh, my God. And I they're like, <laughs> it's like, I'm really hanging by a thread here. Like, oh, it's okay, man. But the two dualities of it all. I, for, I forgot what he says. Yeah, it's like, I don't I forgot. But yeah, no, it was uh, funny. I'd look at it, but my phone right now is a tiny yeah. yes. stopwatch. Yes. It has a job. It's, Sketch, it's doing uh, a job right Sketch now. Sketch actually posts quality content on his story. Uh, it, it actually, it's better than my For You page, so <laughs> I'll say that much. So thank you. Thank you, Sketch. I spend like a great hour in the morning, like at six in the morning, okay. looking at like an hour just looking at Insta, uh, TikTok. The best, and, the best ones. Eh? And, if, and if you hear me giggle, that's going up on Instagram because <laughs> it's like that's I, I need to laugh <laughs> in order for it to like make it to my my story, my stories, because yeah. like. Yeah, and and I love it because like they actually gives me like, you know, because I like those ones. They it gives me more of it. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me more of that shit. Yeah, it's either that or the the Johnny Depp trial. Yes, and it's just okay. Um, hilarious. I have no I clue that about that. So could you guys give me the like TL- the TLDR? Yeah, TLDR. Mm. What's going on here? Like, what's um, really happening? Um, she's I I'm gonna go out on a limb here and be like, she lost. She's gonna. She's gonna lose this because, mm. and it and it doesn't matter what the jury says at this point. The whole world loves Johnny Depp again, yeah. mm-hmm. so like he's he's back regardless, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. So, yeah, B- basically yeah. she's been caught in like a ton of lies, and her legal team is a fucking joke. Ooh, and yeah. like even TMZ yeah. came, Kate Moss came, everyone came to just you know either either catch. Either reveal the lie, or or confirm, like Johnny Depp didn't do that. Yeah. Now, so was there physical abuse involved? At this point, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it's it's very like not not from his end, but like her. Definitely him. her. Yeah. But who knows if he actually did anything because he did get drunk and you know did drugs and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and she did cut his finger off. So whoa, but like you know. yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, he has yeah. like a shorter Threw a bottle at him, and it cut his finger off. Yeah, took a shit on his bed. Took a shit on his bed. Like yeah. legit, a full poop. One time, yeah. yeah. One time, she. I think she said she. Rec- uh, they said that she recorded herself like bruised, or or I think there was like a video with it. Within fifteen minutes, sends it to TMZ, and then reported that like, I think like somebody you know leaked it or whatever. But it was her mm-hmm. that leaked it. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, so basically, she timed all of this. And TMZ basically outed her Ooh. because it was like, well, the only person that we got this from was from Amber Heard. So, yeah. And then she was like, oh, Kate Moss, he, he abused Kate Moss. And Kate Moss was like, he never nope. touched me. Yeah. You can go suck a dick. And it's like that, that falling down the stairs was, this is what happened. And he yeah. was there to help me when I slipped on my own. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, not even around. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So, yeah. Basically, the entire trial is just the sweetest glass of sweet tea on the hottest of southern days. Yes. <laughs> you know, I am like sitting outside. I got my fan going. I'm oh sipping my, my sweet God. tea. <laughs> and that's that's what this trial is. Is there a lot of like schadenfreude going on here with this one? Schadenfreude? Yeah. yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of it. She's, yeah, she has a lot of issues. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, I, I bet you right now as as like my, you know, some very close people in my life, like they have the same, they, they triggered them of the experience. Mm. It reminded them of their ex-partners. So like, honestly, this is like not a singular, you know, issue. Like this happens a lot to, to people. Yeah. I wouldn't even say men because honestly it happens to men, but it also happens to women. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to really look at it as not like, Oh, so this is becoming a whole thing where it's a really such a huge swelling issue that i hate is that it's either men or women no it's both or it's it's for bad person or good people that's what it this is like bad people taking advantage of good people Mm. this is the problem and it's like this whole like men versus women thing is so old get old like it's so not the issue stop fucking saying it as such like exactly we need to look at abuse victims as a whole yeah yeah and it's just so weird that like just it's so such a it's 2022 and we're still all these things are happening but they're still bringing up like this one topic that's like a men versus women thing it's like yeah it's insane also there's a lot more non-binary people now 
Yeah. So I mean, that's what's so fucking weird about it. It's like, how are, are both these things happening? Like no one's looking at like, like really like the big, big picture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey guys, like this happens to women and men. This yeah. is, this is not, and this is like, you know, toxic masculinity and like, and the fact that like women perpetuate that too. So it's like, how about we all just stop for a second and just acknowledge that like there are bad people treating good people terribly. Yep. And it's like, hmm. God, no, like <laughs> yeah. it drives me crazy. I think some people like the, the fountainhead narrative of looking at the world because it's simpler. Mm-hmm. It simplifies things into black yeah. and white, which is good and evil. But when reality, we're kind of like this big puddle of gray. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're 50 shades of gray. 50 shades of gray. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, what's the latest topic today? What are we talking about today? 50 shades of gray. Oh, God. No, thank it's, you. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a reading. Um, thank you, everybody. This is it for you know, uh, <laughs> the last episode of Warrior Friends Podcast. You know, well, I'm going to be doing the entire thing, except when uh, Christian talks, everyone, I'll be doing it in we the voice were of Grover. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is going to be an episode in the future, though, right? Like, we've planted the seed now. Uh, no, this isn't a Chekhov's gun kind of situation. When we change so. the epi- when we change the show to "We Were Your Friends," yes. yeah, no, that'll be my my spinoff series. Um, <laughs> Dude, I was your friend. We were friends. Yeah, yeah, yours is "I Was Your Friend." Okay, but yeah. we were friends. But you could be we were friends. Anastasia as Gil- Gilbert Gottfried, and like, Alvaro is. On. Can we still be friends? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good song by Tyler the Creator. That's okay, well, actually there was also a song by that by. Uh, there's a, there's a fly. Yeah, that, that is. He is determined. Damn Good it! For him. There was a name. Mm. Oh, I, I, there was a, a song. There was a song, but in a, in a totally opposite of the name that you just said, mm. <laughs> which I thought it would have been funny. But uh, I'm not good with names. That's okay. There were a few times where I was talking about movies and I said a name that I remembered the name and I was like, oh my god, I'm so proud of myself. Oh. That's how bad I am with. As names. you should be. Yeah. yeah, you should be proud of yourself, sketch. <laughs> But in all seriousness, we are not doing Fifty Shades. I'm saving that for my own personal enjoyment there you go. and my downtime. I promise. There you go. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about pitches today, um, not pitches, because you know pitches be crazy. Yeah, pitches be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Gather all your pitches. Well, that's like a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, for anyone who's ever been interested in pitching their own concepts either through television or movies or you know i don't know other mediums that people do things with yeah we wanted to talk about know? it because we've been we've been kind of dealing with our own kind of projects yeah for that and i've also had a previous experience of pitching uh a show before mm-hmm. and a lot of the trials and tribulations that i faced the trials doing that and tribulations yes and this is still ongoing though right like yeah what are we talking about god damn you <laughs> are you sure you don't want caffeine where am i who's this place who am That's i excellent question where am I? I where am i now what's going on i don't want I just, to live anymore I just, <laughs> just warped to super old aaron oh i want to i want to hear this as super old aaron this whole this yeah. whole episode back in my day so how's your pitch going what raises what well <laughs> bitch you just techni- got me a bitch technically old aaron would have had very much already successful pitches look at you sucking up just saying <laughs> here leave this guy just saying it's fuck off with that nonsense. he's got experience oh, shucks I can't believe you're falling for this. What? I thought you were, thought you were better than this. Listen, what? I've been defamed by a dream, know. okay? I need to do something in reality okay, to true. bring myself Aww. back up, okay? All right, fine. You're so sweet. Oh, boy. <laughs> so let's start. <laughs> Before Alvaro, uh, you know, kisses more of your ass. Yeah. Um, As I fart and then kiss it. Oh, dear. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not going to watch. That's mm. fine. It's not, it's not what I'm into. Good it's Lord. Um, <laughs> I was yeah, going to do so. a whole sound effects of just uh-huh. unzipping and then like, <laughs> kiss it, kiss it. <laughs> like watch uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to be a star, don't you? Oh. <laughs> right here and makes me uncomfortable. Good. <laughs> Revenge. Uh, tastes so uh, sweet. Um, okay, pitches <laughs> yeah. be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, yeah, as Alvaro said, you've 
you've done the pitch thing now. You've, yes. you've, you've done, done a thing. Uh, what was that like? What have you learned so far? Well, the first, it, you know, it's such a long process and I'm not even like in like the, the thick of it at this point, mm-hmm. you know, and it's such a, like just trying to get it going is like such an insane process. Like going back to like back in the day when I tried to pitch it, you know, we would have like a one sheet. We'd start off with like a one sheet mm-hmm. and just have like, like a very quick summary of what we're going to do. Not even like writing episodes or whatever, just so that someone would fund us to start a pitch package with like a short trailer and everything mm-hmm. to go with it. Right. So and like th- a one sheet was just like uh, a synopsis kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Now, is this from your time at FMS? Yeah. yeah. We would do like or three FMS. pitch, like one sheets, which is like basically like a movie poster. And then we would like send that to one of our contacts that have um, kind of like access to like <coughs> access to like uh, grants so that we can actually prepare a pitch because nowadays like pitch doesn't necessarily mean like you can just do like, you know, like a script or something like that. You got to like do a whole thing. No, prior to uh, creating what you want to create for said pitch, how crucial is it to know where or who you're sending this to? Well, you have to know who you're sending it to because it depends on like what their what their network lineup is mm-hmm. and like the kind of stuff that they're looking for. So like now, you know, uh the one route that I was starting with was uh me and my me and Sonny and my brother, we were sending it to an animation studio that has that has connections that that that, that is working on something with Netflix and is also like waiting for like, hey if you got any, guys got any new ones, you know, send it to us. Maybe we can, you know, like it or whatever. So we were pitching to them and they were open to other people pitching ideas to them. So we were like, oh, let's create a pitch. And we weren't close to getting one done. We needed a lot more writing involved in it. So they were helping us to kind of develop this because they kind of liked the, the gist of like what we were presenting. But also we were trying to figure out what's the demographic because we went from aiming low to this could be a preteens kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then we started to kind of change it up more. But it meant like more background as to the characters and the world that they live in. And, you know, we didn't have a problem writing like uh, like a spec script for it or even just like first first episode, three, one to three episodes. We were just like worried about like the kind of content that Netflix wanted would could possibly want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it also helps because it's a different route. Like we were talking to an animation studio that is in turn still going to pitch it if they like it, they're going to help work on it, like do a little bit of a development on it and then pitch it to a network. Right. So there's like stages, you know, to it. That The, the older route that I had was to FMS was that we were going to start an animation studio, but we didn't have any rapport with anybody. So they didn't know if we can, we can deliver an episode. So we're now trying to prove that we can do it on a certain budget, which mm. is crazy. But now... If, if I pitch it to an existing animation studio, which where Sonny used to work at, they, they can guarantee that they can make, you know, that show in a certain budget. And right. all we have to do is worry about the writing, which is like amazing. Mm-hmm. So I got to learn how to produce something in two different paths. Yeah, you know? like from a studio point of view and then now from an independent point of view. Yeah. Cool. So so it was really, uh, it was really interesting to kind of get their feedback and... Um, the kind of things that the studios are looking for, or even the, what the networks want, or with with people that have experience. Even on the first show that, that I was trying to pitch, they had, you know, like my, my head writer is like super experienced and has done so many TV shows and stuff like that. So I was like, he was kind of like mentoring me as being the head writer and kind of like showing me like, oh, well, you know, like these points are really good. I don't know if this is really good for this age group, age group or whatever. So I learned a lot about... Um, First, first pitch, I learned about writing for television. Uh, the second one, I learned about like uh, guiding it to a specific demographic and what's really popular right now or what they're open to right now. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at like Netflix, they're really open to like more edgier storylines. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, they've been taking on a lot of stuff. Like, is it like Shadow Drifters or whatever? Or Drifting Dragons or whatever? Yeah. And there's like a whole bunch of other ones. Like, I've watched all, all of them just because I'm trying to research more and like see more because I want to kind of gear it towards that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it depends more of what your network is open for. And then, you know, because you can kind of move that to another network, you know, like see who else would kind of want something like that. Well, I was going to ask, um, when creating a pitch and putting it out there, is it better to focus on one company or, you know, try to reach as many different companies all at once? I, I think we're trying to, I think, I think you can reach to whoever you want, really. Mm-hmm. Because, because for example, like you know how Netflix is kind of changing the kind of cartoons, they're making it open for everyone to kind of accept you know shows like that. And if and if they're going, hey man, they're doing this, maybe we should look for that. And then you go, hey, I'm right here. I actually made something for this. And then you can get scooped up, right? So it depends on like what's happening in the trends right now, like what's going on. And then who knows if you you can either catch the trend that is popular. And then hopefully, hopefully the thing that you're writing matches that criteria, and then who kn- you know, and then any network can can join mm-hmm. up, right? But you know, that's neither here nor there. I don't know. Nor there. Nor there. <laughs> nor there. <laughs> nor there. I don't know. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> oh no, he's coming back, old Aaron. What the? Oh, <laughs> oh no, Grandpa. Oh, <laughs> Grandpa, no. Oh, <laughs> so let's say for argument's sake yes. right because um, I've been doing a lot of research on it as well mm-hmm. like for people that are like I want to do a pitch where do I start yeah because it is a huge task like it's a putting lot together it's daunting and yeah. especially if you don't know anybody yeah well it's not just that it's, mm. it's not even the, the actual pitching part it's putting Putting it together. show Bible together. Mm. It's a, there, there, it, it involves a lot. And you know what? Like, honestly, like my experience with like the first one, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't do anything with because it was a lot of the financial stuff. Yeah. And like a lot of like mm. the kind of people that you're working with and promising them that like, I can do it under this budget because this is what we're going to do and this is the kind of people we need, blah, blah, blah. Like that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of asks. So it's, I mean, it's a huge task to do. Yeah. So it helps to know some people um, because then it gets you from, you know, the beginning parts of development to like something that is like something that a network can take a look at, you know? Certainly. So um, would you say the, uh, what was that cartoon fest that's here in Toronto? Oh. But you know the Toronto one. Mani- Toronto, Toronto Animation Festival. I think it's Taffy. Taffy. Thank you. Thank you. Something like Taffy, going to one of these uh, kind of events, getting to know people. It, it, I mean, that's kind of what you want to like say if you want to do a cartoon. If it's animation, you just go to school. That's true too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, They're all working at. They're working artists. I guess like, say I want to make a um, a movie, a drama movie. Yeah. About a man who gets betrayed by his wife when she sleeps with his best friend. And there's footballs. And Are you pitching right now? No, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to pitch a situation. Your, your pitch needs a. Needs He's freestyling off the dome. <laughs> it's the room, straight through right, the microphone. It's the room. Uh-huh. All right, just saying. Okay. Yeah. But like, say somebody wanted to pitch the room to a studio, uh-huh. right? And they didn't have crazy amount of money. Mm-hmm. How did they go about it? Um, That's how. <laughs> how to pitch? Oh God, I'm sorry. How no, to pitch <laughs> to people? Well, isn't it a lot like when you bring your concept to them, they need to know like that you've thought about things like your audience, they, that you've thought about things like the plot. You like you basically have to come to them with like, "Yo, here's the script, and here's the pitch, and here's like everything." Yeah. So that least of the work they can do. You know? Yeah, like I've been, I've been kind of a bitch because like I've just like met through people that had access to like a director or somebody that worked in an animation studio or an executive producer that had, an, you know, uh, you know, other executive producers are willing to try on something and whatever. So like, I'm not <laughs> fresh. I don't right. know. Yeah. Um, Whereas I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. Like I went through school and then all the people that I knew ended up years later became somebody. Mm-hmm. And then I also through that met other people that were already, 
executive producers or whatever, and you know, one thing left to another, boom, done. It mm-hmm. was the thing. So. Yeah, but I mean, you've kind of focused your life in in a way to put yourself in this place. Yeah, like I was right, and and I was Absolutely. also like I was also kind of thrown into it because mm-hmm. um, the fast guys like they pretty much wanted they they trained me to be that and kind of just knew that I kind of wanted to do that and then nurtured it yeah. and then taught me how to move in that, you know, in that area. So, you know, they really did like help me a lot. Like I owe a lot to Paul and Plato. So, um, yeah, no. And you know, we can even, you know, I mean, honestly, I was going to ask you if you wanted to want them to see it, you know what I mean? So who knows? But there's like plenty of other people that we can go to. So mm-hmm. I wanted to see, wh- you know, there's probably like a whole bunch of other places. Yeah. But you're not on your own, Toby. We got you. Thank you. But I'm acting as if I am. Though. Okay. Fair enough. Um, well, it's better. It's, it's great to have it that way where, you know, because like, yeah. like even, even Amazon, like mm. you can ask specific people, like you can do it fresh mm-hmm. and just like find people like they're nice enough to kind of be like, oh, well, what do you got? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be like you have to know somebody. You can really just like search online to see who is actually getting mm-hmm. these scripts, and then like back then, like Amazon had like a- Amazon. I-, I don't know what you call it, like Prime Network or whatever. They had like a website where you can write your script there oh, and wow. pitch, oh. and then submit it. Oh. They stopped that, wow. but they're still That's open. Cool, though. But they're still open. Like that's how open they were. Yeah. For it, and I kind of think they still are. So, like, Amazon's a great option to kind of just, like, pitch mm-hmm. anything to, you know? There's a lot of people that you can you can hear about that just, they literally just, like, pitch an idea. Uh, yeah. They knew nobody. So, Toby, how are, how are you preparing? How are you, how are you approaching this? Um, like, give us, give us the lowdown. Well, because I'm, I'm like, a greenhorn, um, I've been doing, like, a lot of research on how to, like, put together a show Bible, uh, which... Because I've done so much research, I will put it all in the show notes, I promise. Uh, all the resources I'm talking about, I'll be providing to you guys so that, you know, you guys can, if you want to follow me on this adventure, you can. <laughs> uh, but basically, I found a website that provides you with a show Bible template. Mm-hmm. And they used Westworld as an example. Nice. Mm. And it's a very, very basic template. But it basically shows you that you need your log line, you need your synopsis. Um, you need it preferably it would be great if you had the pilot already written nice um, and then you have the breakdown of your four major characters you have your tone you have your audience in mind mm-hmm. um, some people will request a treatment apparently is yeah. what I've heard um, I I'm at a good point because I already have all my concepts done yeah but that is something that people should be aware of um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, I know that for Terminator, they wrote, like, a 40-page treatment. It doesn't have to be that extra. Yeah. But, you know, uh, people can get pretty wild with it. Uh, also, that was, like, what, the 80s or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so. exactly. People were making scripts and then be like, here, buy it. Yeah. Now, that's, you can't do that anymore. No. Nobody cares. Exactly. They need I, to know that it'll sell. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of, from what I've understood from all the research that I've done, You have to prove to the people that you're pitching to that what you're pitching will sell, Mm -hmm. that you know what audience to sell to. And another thing is that they want to know what they're buying, basically. So doing the whole like show crossover thing where it's like, it's this meets this, you know? Yeah. it's That's, oh yeah. That's the other thing is that like, they really care about like, it's this and this, like, or is this meets this or whatever. Yeah. Find and a whole like, market, exploit it. That's like the quickest way to get them to understand something. Yeah. And then go, oh, okay. Yeah. The, the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. Whereas mine's like, imagine if Supernatural had the visual stylings of Riverdale. And there you go. You just gave it all away. No. Yeah. Millions of people that are know, listening to this know now. They know now. Because no, millions now of people listen yeah. to this. I know. They do? Listen. Yeah. You know nervous. what? Yeah, you know, just, yeah. Let's Wait. In another multiverse, I'm just, we're just yeah. serving it for I'm like just, the other multiverse. I'm There's just another saying, variant of us that. I'm worried if people think I'm a piece of crap based on this show. Too late. Emotional damage. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> 
But but basically, I mean, um, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I'll, I'll be giving you guys like everything that I've been reading because there's been some really good articles that not only provide some really good tips for mm-hmm. how to like write pitches that I've been using. Um, like one of them even provides a template for how to uh, construct your logline, which is a one to two sentence uh, pitch on the story that you're trying to pr- like get sold yeah. pretty much um, for the audience who may not know, because I know you guys know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that's, in my opinion, has been the hardest thing to write is mm-hmm. the log line. I, I don't know if you have any opinions about log lines because they are the worst things ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've left a lot of that to like Sunny, mm. <laughs> but like smart. Well, that's what I love about like having, you know, having Sunny as like kind of like a writing partner, or like a creative partner. Yeah, is that we can like throw back and forth, and it becomes kind of a little bit easier. Because I I'm I'm better if I have a if I have a collaborator to board like to throw back idea like you know a soundboard where mm-hmm. I can just throw back and forth like you know uh, you know writing together and like ideas together and stuff like i mean with it we were able to generate so many new ideas yeah that's like we insane. have good one that we've been working on but we have like we've written so much and we would just have sessions uh, we just call it lightning one, rounds and one just thing like i'm kind of learning in advertisement is even before you do like a the first initial like rough draft mm-hmm. one thing that they do is as a team they get together and they just do like word association and brainstorm they yeah, just yeah. crap out everything yep no bad ideas yep. even yeah. the stupidest thing like just write it down yep. uh like you have like five minutes to write down yep. as many things as possible we do it all the time at work <laughs> yeah and like it, it it doesn't have to make sense yeah. you know because h- half these things won't be used or yeah. m- maybe 80 percent of it won't be used it's, but it's you, really funny because the best filter. ones they don't care if some of their ideas are bad yeah they're just trying to throw it out there. Yep. And I'm yeah. like the judgy one going, what? what the? Oh, um, oh, you know, and then we just focus on that good one. Yeah. So you're trying to say you're trying to find all the good ones. And then you realize like you've just lost all this time. Like you only have five minutes. So just say it all. Yeah. And it makes Everything. you like forces you to be to get rid of like doubt or whatever, because like you don't have time for doubt. Just do it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really exercises you to just go get creative throw it all on, on the wall mm-hmm. and whatever sticks good. Well, like it's, it's funny cause right before we hit record, actually we were talking about advertising mm. yeah, and talking about how like you, you have to be okay with selling something. Yeah. And that's kind of what a pitch is. Yep. Is it's just a bigger, instead of selling like a product, you're selling a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a great point. Like if you're, you know, if, if you're, you're, you're selling this thing, but you're also, giving it towards a demographic that might not be in the same perspective as you, yeah. but you're kind of have to sell it to them. If you want a mass audience to appreciate something, you kind of have to go with the language that they understand. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you want, if you want them to understand you and their main language is English, English speak English. Yeah. And then they'll understand you. <laughs> so if it means like preteens understand the world this way, tell it this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like more jokes, more silly stuff, smaller, uh, you know, smaller plots to kind of get them through per episode. But then know that there's like a big arc, you know, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the season and stuff like a lot of those little things like go a long way, you know. So like you're you're making something like the kind of like what you're saying, like you're selling something. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's still kind of what you want, but you have to kind of like parse a part in it. That is like, I'm also still selling something, right? So then you get what you want, but they also get what they want. And so you're, it's not even just a compromise, but you're making a big cake that everyone can have. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, you have to understand, I guess, is that why should they invest in this? Mm-hmm. Why should any company invest in this? Yeah. What is in it for them? And a lot of times right. it's because they want to be, they, they, you can address what, they, they want to be heard. Like they want, I want this and go, I hear you. Here's what we have. Also, have you thought about this and this yeah. and that? So just like acknowledge that they exist and they'll be open to what you have to say. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's one way of doing it, you know? So. Yeah. 
or you could just pull um, a Walking Dead and go in there and just, be like, oh, no, this isn't zombies. It's uh, going to be aliens. And just completely lie through your fucking teeth and they yeah. get it approved. And then they're like, yeah, I'm waiting for that thing. Oh, oh I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, I just said that so you'd green light this. Yeah. Fuck you. Ta-da. And now we have Walking Dead. Yeah. So there you go, kids. Long ass If at first you don't succeed, lie through your fucking teeth. Yeah. (laughs) You can also do that. It worked worked a lot for a lot of people. Uh, Totally did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They don't always know what they want. It's the 70s and 80s, man. They just made a bunch of garbage back then. Oh, man. I mean, they're still making garbage, let's be honest. There are some shows that I watch and I'm like, how did this get greenlit? Yeah. Like how well, I want to see the pitch packages wh- for the wh- projects. Which ones? Okay. Yeah. Don't get what, me what comes, what comes to mind? You know what's awesome? There's a, there's a YouTube channel that's called, uh, uh, it's a shit pitch show meeting. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like all these movies that were like how they were made mm. and like how much of a shit show it was. Oh, I need to see some, that. Some came out really well, but even like Back to the Future was like insane. Yeah. Like they, they reshot most of the movies because they had to, they hired uh uh, what's his name? Fox. Michael, Michael, Michael J. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Late. Like they had somebody else and he was not having a great time. He hated working. He was like too serious and it was oh. just like not a fun movie and it was like not funny at all. All the jokes yeah. that were supposed to be funny wasn't funny. And they were like, why? And it's like, ultimately he had to go. So he like reshot Pretty the whole everything. movie wow. with Michael oh, J. Fuck. And he was still in another show, in a TV show. So like literally after the show, leave and go to the movie set and then like oh, jump okay. in like literally used him when he was like free to jump in and act immediately wow like it was like crazy that's incredible yeah so it's kind of amazing that it was it was made at all mm-hmm. and then also uh fucking uh the dad he was like the worst like the worst to do to work with because he really? was nuts what was that he was guy? absolutely that fucking insane named, the, the i forgot his dude. name yeah i forgot his name he had the rap movie yeah, he was in. Uh, he was Crispin in. Crispin Char- Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, He's go. bonkers. Really? Like he, he made looks it. Bonkers. He made it hell for everyone. Wow. Like, yeah, it was kind of crazy. No kidding. Yeah. Because he's kind of a quirky guy, so like. I mean, I just remember, my first time seeing him was was as the uh, creepy thin guy in Charlie's Angels. Yes, that's right. And that's so right. that's. Yeah, I yeah. just imagine he's like that in real that's life. That's exactly him. Yeah, that's oh, right. Good. Apparently, this pleases me. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> wild. Wow. But like grabbing yeah. hair and yowling about it, or like uh, Mad Max Fury Road, that was like a crazy movie. Oh, also uh, the remake of the Island of Doctor Monroe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that oh, was a crazy production. God. That was a crazy production. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, I mean, the director who initially was on the movie got came back and tried to like sabotage yeah. everything. Wow. And he he's was like, uh, "Fuck you!" He's in the movie apparently. Yeah, he <laughs> snuck in as when, an extra. When all the animals are like destroying the island, yeah. he's in there destroying the set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legend. That's amazing. Legend. Like Absolutely what in the legendary. fuck? Well, did you know that like they pitched like uh, Casino Royale, mm-hmm. like 007. That was like going to be the first movie for oh. for James Bond because that's like literally the first book, I think. Interesting. And that was like the reason they were going to make James Bond. Wow. And then it just was like an insane like attempt to make something. And then I think I was like partly listening to the, the shit show mm. uh, video of it. But at one point they made it. They were making it. But it was like five directors working on it in different phases. And everybody had their own 007 or something like that. And like one of the directors was Woody Allen. One of the main actors, one of the actors in it was like uh, Orson Welles. It was like the weirdest fucking production. It did not, you know, it was kind of a weird shit show of a movie at the end of it. So everybody kind of like, you know, didn't really kind of dismissed it because it was like partly comedy. and It was like really weird. Yeah. And that's why like I'd never even heard of that movie getting like talked about like Casino Royale. Until like the new one, which is like the one that everybody says is like one of the best Bond movies, apparently. And I was like, wow, I didn't even I haven't even actually watched the Daniel Craig mm. Bond ones. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, that apparently like that the, the pitch was that was like that was supposed to be like the first Bond movie, but it was just like not working. Wow. And, yeah, it was just like insane. The the movie finished, like the the actual the early uh Casino Royale. But it was like Everybody had like a bizarre take on what James Bond would be. Like mm-hmm. at one point they were going to make it like an American James Bond. 
like because it was so loose like the books apparently or something like that until like because it was like partly being written and then you know so it was like i don't know it was such an insane concept they had american actors like potentially getting on it it was just like wow that is (laughs) so wild that's very interesting though in terms of like how that was trying to be made you know yeah Yeah. um do you guys have any other person you grew do you have guys have more uh like, as, is there documentaries that are great for pitching? Like, documentaries that are about pitches in a way, or, really. or making yeah. of, I guess. Not oh, really. They, um, they don't really focus on the pitching part. Yeah, it's mostly the making of that a lot of things do. I, I, I mean, would say. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yodorowsky's doing this to me is the only. Yeah. Because it was a pitch that never even got made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's, you know. That um, was like the biggest production. That, like millions of dollars it's weird and it never got made that movie was made in a way like when you watch the yeah. movie you realize that everything was the storyboard script yeah everything was cast, there cast yeah yeah costumes they just had to actually concept make art. it but like you can already see oh the movie in your head the band was already like picked yeah two bands was picked like nuts exactly yeah i i'd say if anyone's looking for an example of like how to do a pitch or like what pitches look like or so on and so forth, um, there are some really good examples out there on the internet that I always just say, look at those. Mm. Um, like Sketch and I were talking about this the other day. Mm. And two of the ones that I saw that really stood out to me were the one for Stranger Things back when it was called Montauk. Yes. And then the Dirk Gently Holistics Agency. Right. Um, pitch both are wonderfully done um, but they're two different examples where the Montauk one is more of a design example because it's designed to look like a guidebook for Montauk and then the Dirk Gently one is an example of really well writing like really well done writing in a pitch Um, so I would say rather than looking into documentaries just look at sample pitches to see what they look like yeah like when you read these pitches it sounds like you're in the show yeah and like the 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 character that's reading to you or that you're reading is like a character in the show kind of thing and so you're kind of like immersed into the world it's kind of amazing Um, to to write you also had some of the bible pdfs as well that yeah um, like adventure time kind of did it like that uh, Bravest well, Warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those yeah. are really good. Those are awesome. Those but those, are really good. Those are kind of key to look at and, and see and understand what you're kind of getting into. Yeah. yeah. Like Bravest Warriors if did a comic. Like there's like a portion of it that's a comic basically. Fucking sick. And then like every character page, it kind of shows like their personality based on like the pose of the character mm-hmm. or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, specifically for character, uh, for animation, like it does kind of help, but the, the majority of it, you should have like a really like m- it's it's heavily on writing because uh, it, it is potential. It, you can potentially have a different character designer that's going to, you know, be working on this sh- show. So you don't really want to like nail it, nail that down. If you look at like um, if you look at like uh, uh, um, Incredibles, the Incredibles, mm. the first one. If you if you manage to see some of the pitch, like if you look at the making, you see some of the old sketches that Brad Bird was working on. It's mm-hmm. wildly different from what it actually looks like. Really? So like, you want to give the character designers and all the production to have the freedom to try from what they're seeing because the writing changes. That means it potentially the content changes and the world changes. Well, so I, you I should be okay with that. You're drawing right. with pencil on paper, not with a carving out stone. Yeah, and. Like, mm-hmm. And you know what? That was my biggest lesson on my first one, my mm-hmm. first pitch. I was so, I was so like adamant about keeping it the way it is. Yeah. It was just K- kill your not, darlings. Probably yeah. not. A, and that's mainly why I got the no, because mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to change for it. Because I got the notes and I said, no, it needs to look like this. I have no power into that because ultimately all they have to do is say no. Yeah. Which was like my biggest, you know, mistake in that. But, as I but say, I learned kill your darlings yeah it is you know it's deciding what your darlings are too like Mm. why why are you pitching it what are the important notes that you're pitching yeah like if if you're pitching you know like a a a fucking period drama in the old south and it needs to be in the old south then like yeah obviously there are some things that you're just like okay well then this isn't what you're looking for and you move on yeah but if they're like hey can the main character i don't know be female instead of male I think that's something you can probably make an exception on, yeah. you know, like yeah. 
yeah, it's very much deciding like mm -hmm. what is important to your plot and what you can change and what you're willing to change to sell the idea. Yeah. If Just, you're, if you're yeah. making a pitch, you should be open or knowing that this is going to happen. Yeah. Like you, you want to establish the integrity of the character and the, the world and you know, but like oh, a friend, um, taught me that where he was like you could you could change everything else but just you know just don't lose the integrity of the character and the world that you've built right like conceptually what you've written right that's yours mm -hmm. but everything else is kind of up for grabs yeah you know because like again like those that script even if you've made a spec script for it it'll change and change and change it'll always be subjected to change because yeah. it's so never solid there's never carved in stone Okay, so with the time remaining here, I don't know we're nearing the end. I did want to ask, uh, say somebody gives their pitch, a pitch that they believed in. Mm -hmm. They, uh, well, sometimes we always... Uh, Is my pitch. We always like love our pitch more than... I treat my pitch real good. You know, <laughs> maybe we love it more than it actually is. My point is this. They... They get, you know, five rejections from five different studios. Mm -hmm. Where do you go with your with your idea now? What do you do? I mean, you five know, it's a lot of rejections. 2022, yeah. you know, fucking go to YouTube and make a shitty animation of it. You know what I love about it is that you can tell a story with like shitty visuals. As long as your story's good, people will watch that shit. Yeah. You could do it with like fucking toys. Just moving them around, even if your hands are showing in the shot. As long as you're telling a good story, it'll shine through no matter what, right? Um, and then you can even make a comic. Yeah. I think that's the best. Like, comic is like the most rawest form where you can tell a story with zero budget, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, you could, you could make it with like, like very shoddy drawings as well, and it would still you know, people will still read the story as long as you have a good story. Mm -hmm. You got to be honest with yourself. Is it good? And if people say like, I can't sit through it, like take that, like take that information and be like, how can I make people sit through this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And yeah, like I think another thing is don't get discouraged. Mm -hmm. Like if they give you feedback and it's something that you can implement, don't get discouraged by the rejections. Yeah. Because there's so many times, like, I'm I'm sure Sketch has heard a lot of stories of it, too, of, like, yeah. people getting, like, 20, 30 rejections and then finally getting the yes. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think if one rejection is the thing that kills you, I don't think you really wanted it that much. Yeah, exactly. You got to be, like, completely yeah. stubborn. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and like, just, yeah, just, like. Like, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You mm -hmm. know? Like. It's the persistence that's what gets yeah. you somewhere. You got to keep doing it. Just do it! I mean, ultimately, you know? when you think about it, what we're doing right now, we may not have a big audience, but we're stubborn motherfuckers. I'm so stubborn. And we're going to do it till we reach a million. Ask my mother. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be here. We're going to try, and we're going to keep trying. You know? I, you know, I, I, I make stuff. I make stuff because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I pitch shows because I like the thrill now of sharing my ideas and also like looking forward to hearing what other people feel about that. Because for me, I respect the creators that I'm talking to and that I'm pitching to, knowing that they have the idea of what uh, listeners or, or viewers kind of want because they've had experience of making shows. So like, of course... I'd be open to hearing what they have to say. Who am I, right? I'm always very open about collaboration with people. So that's a really big part about, you know, when you're doing a show or, or when you're pitching a show, whether it's live action or cartoon or whatever, it is all collaboration. So you have to be okay with that. You are not the only person working on that. It takes an entire village to make a big project like a show or, or whatever. So you have to work with people. Yeah. You know, those days were like, these like guys are like godlike, you know, <laughs> writers or whatever. That's like long gone. That's not a thing. Yeah. You know, you can probably get away without making comics, but you gotta work with people. It's just the way it works. Yeah. You know? Agreed. And yeah. And 
when you said like, yeah, comics aren't a bad idea to like go ahead and tell your story mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Like look at Heartstopper, mm-hmm. you know, it mm-hmm. was a comic on Webtoons and now it's a TV show on Netflix. Yep. So who knows, like maybe getting those rejections and then going to the comics will give you a new avenue to have something to pitch later on. Yeah. Like or, God of High School yeah. and Tower of God were Webtoons. Yeah. Originals. And exactly. now they're animations. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. They're yeah. in Crunchyroll and everything. Or like write a book if you can't yeah. draw. Yeah. Like just turn it into a book. It's crazy. You, know? you can write on Wattpad's app and yeah. and if and, and then and people will give you feedback as you're writing it. So and then they're willing to reread it oh, with wow. the new draft of it. And then suddenly you can have the show be like done in the Philippines with like a lot of, you know, fans and viewers. I mean, there's a lot of resources and a lot of ways we can create the, the ultimately it's about, do you want to do this? Do you want to create, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because there's great content on YouTube, you know, they're, uh, animated, recorded, um, even just a picture, a still picture and audio to it. Yeah. Yep. It's perfectly fine. So um, get creative and get creating. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's um, it's this this generation. There is like this this year, like 2022, there is no excuse. You know, if you want to be a creator, just do it. Just, just put it out it. there. Like just Nike that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly like the easiest way to actually like like put out put out put work out and people liking it. You could yeah. put fucking panel per panel like 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 uh like multiple panels and then post it on Instagram. Instantly get a viewership, get subscriptions so much that you might actually be able to pitch that as a show and be like, look yeah. at all my viewers, like I have a fan base. So, you know, what do you say? Like yeah they'll take those as like tickets sales, right? Or like ratings. So like anything is possible to be able to show them that you have something. Exactly. And like looking at some of the garbage that Netflix is putting out right now, they're desperate for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd stay away from Netflix. Yeah. I mean, uh, while we were talking about like, what are some pitches that didn't go well? Mm. Yeah. The, my first thought was actually the Winx club, uh, thing that oh. they did. Um, oh yeah, the live yeah. action one. Yeah, because yeah. I just I would love oh to be a fly on the wall of that pitch meeting. <laughs> it's like okay, so fairies, lighthearted, fun, animated. Right now, what if we gave them the Riverdale treatment? <laughs> like sure, okay. Pink winks, Riverdale. Yeah, right, Money. right. Fairies, darkness. Yes, and we replace the Latina <laughs> with a white girl. Ah, uh, I, I would just—I want to be on that wall. <laughs> just my little, like, little fucking fly hands, like, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, I, I think for me, one is uh, that I'm very curious still to this day, and I want to know the insides of how this movie got made. Is the 2006 remake of The Wicker Man? Like, I know it's a—it's right. a dear, yeah. dear movie to my heart. Yeah. Uh, but mainly because it's such a fucking disaster. You just want to, you just want to you know? hear them talk about right, like, why they thought certain <laughs> things were good ideas. Yeah, like, like who is this for? <laughs> right, this like fly hands, fly hands. <laughs> why did they get Nick Cage in a bear suit? Then why did they get Nick Cage to do the cartoon bear run to okay. smack the, the yeah. girl down the face? Like a lot of questions. I feel a like that's more directorial, but yeah. but yeah, there are a lot of things where you're like, who, who what audience? Yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff is probably like afterwards. Um, yeah, but the initial like, yeah, the initial pitch is like, what audience did you pitch this for? <laughs> and like, I just, I need to know at what point was Nicolas Cage involved? <laughs> like, did you pitch this as a remake with Nicolas Cage? Because that's how some pitches work. Is like Yeah, some movies, some movies when you're making, uh, for movies, like when you're making a pitch, like, you either have to get like a good name actor or a director or a writer to be on it so that that's an enticing thing for, you know, um, funders to, to like, you know, want to get into it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Minimum two. If you got two, they, you got them, like they'll get into it. But problem is like, if you're trying to get a big actor, they need like some guarantee that it would be good. So mm. then they're looking, so it's like, 
you're trying to get like the one, but they relying on someone to be like, well, do you have this person? Because I'll feel a lot better if you get this person. Mm-hmm. So they're all feeling that same thing. So you have to like have a person that's really good at talking and selling them into the idea. Right. Now, quick question. Is yes, it sir. dangerous to give uh, writers and directors the blank check to create whatever they want? Or do we get some really cool stuff from that? Ooh. Did you know that there's a, there's a podcast about blank checks? Mm-hmm. There's just like, really? yeah, like, people that made a movie with just like a blank it's like oh. make whatever you want yeah. kind of thing and like either they're disasters or like amazing yeah i feel yeah i feel like it's always going to be one of the two there's never going to be a yeah. medium ground with yeah. that yeah because either you're going to get the fucking jack off sessions where the director <laughs> or the creator is just like oh yeah i'm so good yeah or you're going to end up with something that's just like actually very good yeah and is well thought out and understands what it's making and understands who it's selling to yeah there's never just going to be a mediocre version of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And, and I guess it's very la- interesting. And, yeah. and lastly, sketch. Uh, would you ever want to be in the producer seat to be able to help? I uh, think I'm eventually getting there. I think cool. I think producer is going to be. I think I think that's where I'm headed in the future. I don't mm-hmm. have enough to really like get that going right now. Like, because I need more experience and you know in that. But but I think eventually I'd wanted to do that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, you know, we're just heavily trying to pitch and produce an animation so that we can show them that we can do it. We have a couple of people that are interested in helping us, so like some connections. We tried to start pulling connections to kind of get the shit going and stuff, so I was like, okay, cool. I think we have something going. So, yeah, we're just going to show what we got, and then... Who knows? Who knows? Just follow your nose. <laughs> Indeedy. Indeedy. Well, guys, I think that was like one of the more informative uh, podcasts we've had in a while. Oh, no, Absolutely. Like... Hey, if you guys have like a, sh- a show that you guys want to pitch to us, uh, yeah. you know, send it to us and yeah. then uh, we'll steal the idea. Yeah. <laughs> By that, I mean like we're just going to help you. Help. Get it. Yeah. We're going to help you get it done. Yeah. <laughs> and then take it. Exactly. Take all of it. That's what producers do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take it. <laughs> the dead star. I, I, I miss old man Aaron. Hey! Oh, there hey. Is. <laughs> I kind of like evil Aaron. Can are you get a we, mixture of the two? Are we done? <laughs> oh, yes. We're totally done. <laughs> oh, joy. <laughs> I want to go to sleep now. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Aww. Don't you sleep the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a pitch. That's a pitch. (laughs) The villain and his aging father. The villain and the old man. (laughs) The villain and his old man. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Why? Get me a cup of tea. Somebody could totally animate that. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Exactly. Thank you guys for listening to this episode about pitches and bitches. Um, I don't think we talked about bitches. <laughs> no, but you were here, so. Oh. Hey, yo. You salty, <laughs> salty <laughs> bitch. I had a soundboard here and I could just put the rim shot, but whatever. Mm. Anyway, uh, guys, uh, listen to or listen to us. Uh, go to our Discord chat. Uh, check out our website, whereyourfriends.ca. Uh, the link is there. Uh, go to our Twitter. We're your friends too. 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 Uh, and uh, we.re your friends for Instagram. Hell yeah. Thank you all for listening. Absolutely. We hope you have a wonderful dicks. Have a week. I got to send their dicks to me. Oh, yeah. Send. Tell me. we need them. I need them. Send send your dicks to uh, send your dicks at whereyourfriends.ca. Send your dicks. Send your dicks. I need them. <laughs> yes. Tell send me. them your Tell dicks. Tell me. Uh, me. <laughs> Gives a gives a star rating and a, a very well written review. Yes, it's like a pitch, but very, with your penis. A very thorough review. Pitch me your penis. Pitch you. <laughs> yeah, basically. Send me a one a one or two. Okay, that's it. Line. Okay, we're done with the dicks. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what, guys? You're really you know just you're really never alone. You know why? Why is that? Because we're, we're your friends. friends. <laughs> Aww. Oh yeah. Good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Where Your Friends podcast. 
hosted by Tobias Medeiros, Alvaro Cruz, and Matt Sketch. Edited by Toby Medeiros. Produced by Matt Sketch. Reference and additional material can be found in the show notes.